give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Hey, I'm entitled to see movies that don't suck. I would tell anybody outside the family what you're thinking again. I was not expecting that. After you've scrubbed all the floors in Hyrule, then we can talk about mercy. Take him away. No! Ship sails in the morning. I wonder what's for dinner. It's a jacked-up review show. It's a jacked-up review show. Jacked-up review show. It's a jacked-up review show. Join your host, Cam Sully, each week as he chats with special guests to discuss many an insane movie and numerous cult TV phenomenons. bring these dudes on they're from new york but i respect them they are the host and host of billy and the crab podcast bringing the fantasy football bringing the insight yo say hello to will and crab what's up dudes how's it going joey glad to be here right off the bat who in their right mind would want to see this that, that you're literally setting yourself up for failure like i can't hide this we work together well because he's got that i have all this and uh and a lettuce we complement each other very well you guys do you guys do in perspiration natural looks and also on your podcast legit eric you you definitely have that strong personality keeping the train going will with the insight you're basically like a play-by-play in a color man is what i think of it as well, we, we've done, you we've done that before. We, That's one of our previous things we've done together. We've called games, swapped uh, both those roles, but we've done soccer games together, hockey games together, and uh, we learned to play off each other. Yeah, live. Oh, um, shit. Where? Where at? Uh, we used to work um, for the Long Island Rough Riders. And uh, nice. that, that's a soccer team. We've actually had some people who we've called for make it to the MLS playing for the ny uh, cfc right. which is real goddamn cool damn yeah will, will, cool. will was watching the game and he's like he texted me he's like we called this kid's game right and i and i turned on the game like shut That's the cool. fuck up we saw this kid when he was picking dandelions on the field and now <laughs> now he's on espn news because they don't air soccer on espn or espn too they have they don't air anything. No, they, they don't do so anything important. Mina, but, Mina Kimes, yeah. basically. It's just Mina Kimes. And, and, then we, and then we did hockey for an affiliate of the Islanders, and they still owe us $1,000. So, PAL, if you're listening, pay us our goddamn money. You guys do any football? Uh, American football? Uh, unfortunately, no. We would have loved to, but football is probably, like, the hardest one to get into. You got a lot of people, obviously, clamoring for those kind of jobs, whether it's, you know, local high schools, 
or um, colleges, stuff like that. There's not obviously yeah. too much like freelance work as far as football is concerned. Um, so yeah, harder to get into, but we've done, you know, the Rough Riders, as you said, the Islanders, we did some FA Euro for uh, soccer as well. And you know, we just had a lot of fun doing it together. Um, Krav and I have been friends for about 14 years now wow. and uh yeah it's been a while yeah a lot of sporting uh history between the, us yes a lot um i forgot about fa era that's that's a my bad i did uh high school football when i was in high school hold on hold on we gotta know we gotta know what position did you play in high school football um play by play yes if we did play by play for american football oh, that's oh, what i did yeah no for american football. sorry i got no it's all good things that's happen. cool though so you did play by play in yeah in when, high when, school. I was, when i was in high school yeah well we had a radio station and long island schools are just as preppy as you you know hear about them so <laughs> a lot of them you know have radio stations yeah. and tv and a lot of things that we take for granted especially when you're a dumbass in high school and you know you grow up in your bubble right so I did all that stuff. I called basketball. I called baseball. I called football all for the local, my local mean high school radio station, WKWZ 88.5 Syosset. Shout out to you. So thank you for setting me up to be a big star here on the Blind Knowledge Network. Super appreciate you were going to say setting me up for failure. Super. No, <laughs> no, I wouldn't admit that on your show. I, I would admit that on mine. Um, yeah, that's cool. Did you go to a Catholic school, like a private nope. school? Nope. I'm a public school boy, born and raised. And they had a they had a radio I, station. Yes, there. sir. Oh, that's cool. Wow. I did the exact opposite. I went to Jew school. Jew school. Jew school. Jew school. Ah, muzzle time. So yeah. close. There you go. Much better. <laughs> Where's the challah? Ah, it's probably. Oh. It's probably almost counter somewhere. But you had to read left to right and right to yeah. left. Yeah. Both, yeah, both reading, both directions, writing, both directions, all the fun in the world. Oh, yeah, wow, sounds so so fun. I went to Catholic school, Catholic prep school. And, I'm sorry um, to hear that. We had like, oh, god, yeah, well, the work ethic was worth it for sure. But like, did, did you boys, guys have a, a uniform policy, dress code, all boys, D1? We were D1, we were no jokes. Severian yes. won a couple years ago. See, that's the unfortunate part. You said all boys. That is, I'm so sorry. Yeah, but you know, if people say that all the time, but the, we had sister schools. Mm -hmm. so we had Catholic schoolgirls. I I fulfilled that prophecy, man, when so, I was seventeen. So you're, I, I was, which is weird to say. They're, they're they're like Jewish youth groups, which is like the equivalent of like Catholic high school, right? And a lot of them separate the boys and the girls for that very purpose. The older I get, the more I feel like these two things are separated. So the Jewish population can live on, right? If you separate all the Jewish boys and all the Jewish girls throughout high school, you meet up maybe like once or twice, like every few months with these girls and boys, Jews are eventually going to take over the earth. Uh, that, that, that Jew laser up in the sky, that Marjorie uh, Green Taylor, Marjorie Taylor, whatever, whatever the, whatever the dumbass. they, if the powers that be in the Jewish youth group world had their way, we'd only be 50 years off from that Jew laser because Jews would stack on top of each other all the way up to the goddamn atmosphere and build that laser. And then all, all of this, of course, uh, disclaimer is not true with <laughs> the Jew laser shit. I don't need anybody coming at me. He said they have a laser. Look at him. He looks like a Nazi propaganda poster for a Jewish guy. He knows. I, I don't know. Jack yeah, we'll shit. take that out of context. I don't know. I don't know Jack put it on TikTok. 
No, I, I appreciate the crav rants. They are very good publicity. Sometimes they they make you roll your eyes. I got to admit. <laughs> well, at least it gave you a feeling. Yeah. That's that's the definition of art. Is oh, no. something that you feel. Crab absolutely is the king of getting reactions. It's true. People. The first time the we met, knows how to talk. The first time we met, um, uh, I got a reaction out of you because I didn't actually remember who you were. This is true. This is one of my. <laughs> this this dude is literally my best friend in the entire world. <laughs> we and, uh, and yeah, go 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 go. The first time Crab remembers we met, it was actually University of Albany. It was like the first weekend, and we went to an event. And he comes over to the table to talk to a girl that I'm sitting at the table with. I'm talking to her. And I say, hey, Crab, what's up? And he's just like staring at me. And I'm like, we met over the summer through our other best friend who's um, I've been best friends with him for like 20 plus years, Crab. I don't know exactly how long. But so through this third friend and Crab just stares at me like blankly. And I'm like, I know. I think you look slightly familiar. No idea who you were. Yeah, it was it was a so that was the first time. Very memorable. Literally, that's not insulting. No, not at all. <laughs> I didn't think so either. Because from there, it was a good building block to get where we are now. Everything happens for a reason. And me forgetting yeah, Will little. to talk to the hot chick at the table is just a part of our story. <laughs> I like it. It's very true. I like it. I, so you guys I apologize guys for nothing. Just- well, thank God, Crab. If you started apologizing, then you'd lose your essence and your aura. Thanks, bud. Super appreciated. Yeah, well, yeah let's no. bre- let's break it down real quick. Well, so you have a lot of experience. You went to Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Is that correct? Yeah, I did. Um, I have a couple of different degrees in various things. Um, unfortunately, some injuries. Like, like uh, I have a I have a degree in psychology. I have a degree in occupational therapy for massage therapy. Oh. Um, but unfortunately, and that's one thing I was doing for a long time, but a few back injuries slowed that down. And so during that time, I also went to Connecticut School of Broadcasting because I've always been interested in that stuff. And worked for a few radio stations on the side, did the play-by-play calling on the side, uh, did a few commercial reads, stuff like that. Um, they teach you all different aspects. And then right around that time, Krev and I you know, got together. We both were big into fantasy sports. Uh, for a few years, and we just decided to start doing a podcast together. And unlike most like other podcasts that are starting up, it became a huge thing over the last you know ten years, obviously. And Krev and I just wanted to, you know, not follow any specific format. We both have a general level of knowledge where we don't claim that we're the smartest people in the world. Ultimately, we're just two guys shooting the shit over, you know, fantasy sports, and it's just two guys ragging on each other, talking to each other, kind of trying to give people information that we think is relevant. And, you know, sometimes we're right. Sometimes we're not. And by God, we are wrong a lot of times, but we are right a fairly decent amount. And, you know, we take pride in that. And overall, I think our in general success as far as fantasy sports, you know, comes through. So it's been a good journey. I can't That's believe cool. it's actually been as long as we've done it. Yeah. When did you guys start? Uh, how long has it been going on? Well, <clears throat> backtrack a little bit. I was doing another show. For another network about professional wrestling with a friend of ours and uh that network had no fantasy sports presence and this was as it was building up so i went to the owner of that i said me and my friend will we want to do this podcast you already know i'm good will is very good he there are very few people in this world who i think know more about football and specifically fantasy football than I do because knowing the NFL and knowing fantasy football are two different things. And Will is one of those people. And I figured, listen, I, I 
I could talk. I can, you know, bullshit my way through just about anything. And if I have somebody that I can bounce off of and he can bounce off of me, it could be good. So we got the green light, I think, back in like 2016 or something and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a good six, yeah. seven years, whatever it yeah, is. And then from there, we and then from there, we started calling the soccer and we started calling the hockey. And then from there, we broke off, started doing our own thing, became a little bit, you know, uh, like we're far from relevant, but we're more relevant now than we were back then. And uh, no, we've just been fortunate enough to uh, continue to talk fantasy football. And we've been saying it like this from the beginning. We'll sort of touched on it. We're just two guys who love to talk shit about each other. We love to talk shit to each other. And more, more importantly than that, we like to talk about fantasy football. And we just happened to record it and put it out in a podcast. And if people want to listen, that's great. Worst comes to worst. I, we, we get to spend an hour or so every week talking to each other about fantasy sports and what goes on in, in the day-to-day. And there are much worse ways to spend an hour of anybody's time. Yeah. Plumbing. I wouldn't want to plumb. You would you wouldn't or you would no, no, I have no I mean, aspects. L- listen, or, or, you can make mad money no. plumbing. Plumbers can make two hundred bucks an hour. In that hour, you True. can either listen to us yeah. talk or make two hundred bucks. You're you're gonna work for work for that kind of money. It's like it's like six years for an apprenticeship. Oh, that's too much time. Like and then much time. and then you're making bank. Nah. I thought about being an electrician. Those dudes make bank and ladies. Oh god, make bank. I have a my wife and I just bought a house. And the electricians blew out hey, the lights guys. in our house. Oh, oh yeah. Listen, oh, electricians are like, a sore subject in the craft household. <laughs> we, Ooh, moving yes, on. Yes, please and thank you. <laughs> so, Crab, all right. So you didn't go to, like, Connecticut School of Broadcasting. No. But you just have, like, a passion for it. You got a lot well, of practice. Yeah. You're actually an accountant. You're damn right. So, which is, like, this is, we are smack opposite. dab in the middle of tax season right now. I am balls deep in tax returns and bookkeeping mm. and sales tax mm. and this and that. And but like it, it, there are so many things happening right now. This is like, yeah. I, I've been saying it for years. Tis the season to cry into pillows. I've been saying it that way for quite, for quite some time. Cry or scream. Um, column A, column B depends on, you know, the day, what kind of people you deal with and all that garbage and bullshit but i've been doing i've been doing radio since uh 2004 like i said in my high school that's when i was a freshman in high school word that's the key word radio it's different podcasting is different i think podcasting honestly i don't want to sound like a schmuck but it's it's easier it's so much easier than radio if you can do radio you're you're grooving yeah i mean well it depends how you treat it Right, because you could treat a podcast like it's a radio broadcast. You could treat it like it's live. You could treat it like everything. You could treat it like it's a living, breathing thing. You could do that with a podcast, and you have to do it with radio, of course. But if but Will and I, we we treat our shit like a podcast. Like I'm lazy as fuck. I'm not trying to edit every little thing out. I want my shit to be as you know pristine as possible, and you get that. By treating it like it's a live radio broadcast. And sometimes we do a little bit of editing here. We'll do a little bit of editing there. One time I fucked up where the Vikings play. That's still a meme in, in, in one of our leagues. Like we, we make mistakes, but like I'm not sitting here trying to hide from them. Like you, you treat it like, like it's a living, breathing thing. And you get that. Yeah. Yes, Will. Yes, bud. Sometimes you're bad at English. 
which we joke about on the podcast, and we leave it in generally for our viewers, except the really well, bad ones that just come out as gibberish. You never hear yeah, about those. Though. We don't have viewers because, again, voices for for radio, faces for nothing. <laughs> so we leave those. In. That's the that's the self deprecating humor you get. Yeah. So self deprecating. I, I say it all the time. There is nobody on this earth, and there are people who try who who, who degrade me more than me. I'm gonna get that on a T-shirt. I'm gonna put it on a motivational poster, like it's how I met your mother, and like in Barney Stinson's <laughs> office, you have those like bullshit, like like aviation posters, like fuck crap on a T-shirt. It's going somewhere. <laughs> and just, like a, just, just for reference, so you understand, um, especially one of our fantasy football leagues that we both are in that we care about a lot. That league literally, ha- mostly at this point in time, exists to rag on Crav, and all of our team names in that league are all Crav-related teams. But it's the best thing ever, and I honestly wouldn't have it any <laughs> other funny. way. If I didn't give it out to people, if I didn't get the respect from these people as much as they, they get mine in the back and forth, it would it would be a miserable existence. And sometimes it is. But at the end of... Well, Crav, you're the best damn fantasy football guy ever, ever, ever. So they need to know. Well, they need to know. Hey, appreciate you but being um we we've had getting the the names are probably the best part of this shit we've had cravishing rick rude (laughs) i like that we've had the uh we've had the cradical left movement (laughs) we've had jesus christ well you got to fill in some of these blanks because i'm blanking Um, oh well my personal favorite is don cravley don (laughs) cravley we've had cravum by the pussy we've had them all i think my name is like universal as long as you put a KR on something, you can do whatever the fuck you want with it. So it's easy. If, it's easy. If you're listening, you know? if you're watching this and if you're listening to this, I challenge you. If you play fantasy football, make me a Crav name and tweet it at me at BNK Radio. You can get it at me on Facebook.com backslash BNK Radio or get us at the Blind Knowledge Network. If I can't find a way to cheap plug my own social media, I don't belong in this game. No, that's what you have to do in this Can't game for sure. And it's it's real. It's it's the way to go. And there's a certain format, a certain vibe, certain buzz. I I I totally actually I see I see myself in you sometimes, Crab, because I'm sorry. It's funny, you're an accountant, but you're also do the creative stuff. And I'm the same way. I'm I'm an analyst, uh, formerly an analyst, but I do these jobs in business, you know. Um, but I also am a I do this stuff, creative creativity, guitar, you know? So it's like, I see the balance in you too. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> imagine do you, do you imagine somebody too, saying it, I have balance. That's new. That's exciting. And it's well, fresh before, your, before, before tax season takes you out. Oh man. yeah, that's fair. I mean, do you, do you think, but seriously, like, do you think that's, um, that's something you, you crave basically in your life is to have that balance or is it just, it just worked out that way? Um, if I could do this full time, I would in a heartbeat. Of course. Um, but soon, what? Eventually, maybe, possibly, but be positive. Like, like, I mean, there there would be some there would be some balance to go along with that. But being an accountant or you know whatever, like sometimes it's a way to just pay your bills, and what whatever whatever it is you do in life, you always need to find something that you're passionate about anyway. And if it helps you pay your bills, really, that that's amazing. But as long as you have something, you, you need to have column A and you need to have column B. You need to make you your living, money. and you need to have a, and you need to have a passion. 
If they overlap, and hopefully you're, you're if they overlap, you're one of the few lucky people on this planet who get to do what you love for a living. And I sure. commend you. And I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit jealous. But to me, there, there's a way to, to that that balances itself out. Right. When you do the same shit you love, like when it comes to what we do, you have one hand, you got to make your money and B, you love doing this. There's there's sacrifices that come with that. Some good commentary. Will, do you feel the same way kind of thing? Like It's just something I love to do. Um, I look forward to doing our podcast. Look forward to kind of taking in what happens every week and then having an outlet to kind of go through everything. You know, in football season, it's typically a little bit different. It takes up almost all of our time. Whereas the rest of the year, we do talk about the other sports Mostly baseball as far as fantasy. Oh, um, we are going to get to that, dude. Listen, we're going to get to at that. At 12.45 in the morning, as as Joey and I <laughs> are, are going over this, like, like it, it's late. It's tax season for me. Like, we're finalizing what's going to happen. This is the time we're going to come on. My ass wakes up to a goddamn <laughs> soliloquy sitting in my Discord DMs. Of, like, seriously, this man wrote a fucking sonnet about what baseball needs to do and what's wrong and what's this and what's that. And I, and I feel like I'm watching Shakespeare talking to myself, talk to a skull just but, but about goddamn baseball. I mean, like, this is a fucking will take. This is something mm, that I'm going to be able to sit like back it. and watch the both of you. Okay. <laughs> listen. It's pretty friggin' listen, that That's what I had the pleasure of that. waking up to today. And I was like, listen. I, I gotta get I gotta get my ass in the office and save a bunch of people a, a lot of money. I don't have <laughs> the time away. to talk about this right now, but I, I got shit to do, Joe. I, I, I woke <laughs> up to the baseball soliloquy today, so thank you for that, Joe. Let me ask you guys something, Barry Bonds. Should he be in the hall? I'm so happy you brought this up because it's been something that we have been passionate about for quite some time. We've had this, literally the same stance. The moment he got on the ballot to this past to this past um, uh, Hall of Fame vote, of course he should be in the Hall of Fame. Of course Roger Clemens should be in the Hall of Fame, but yep. but with an asterisk yep. saying, "Listen, yes. these guys they were accused of doing this. They didn't have a positive test, but their c- contributions to baseball and that's what the Hall of Fame is, basically." your contribution to baseball. And we saw that proven with David Ortiz getting voted in while bonds and Clemens. I'm excited to ask you about how you feel about David Ortiz a little bit later on. Um, While they're on the outside looking in and we're looking at David Ortiz being celebrated because he said, Boston's our fucking city. And, And he got along with the baseball writers. It's a slap in the face to Cooperstown. Really? And I'm not taking anything away from David Ortiz. He should be in the Hall of Fame. He's had a magnificent career. But the fact that he did test positive and he admitted it and he's in the Hall of Fame. And if you look at guys like Barry Bonds, you look at guys like Roger Clemens, you look at a bunch of different people who have not tested positive. A-Rod is going to pop up on a ballot in a couple of years. He we don't know what the deal is going to be with him. He's going to get in. But the fact that he's going to get in. The well, fact that well, those guys. So but the fact that those guys won't get in, and Ortiz did get in on the first ballot. Yeah, on the first ballot, just a slap in the face. A slap in the face to the fans. A slap in the face to the sport. Any Hall of Fame vote moving forward will carry the same gravitas 
because you 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 intentionally kept people out and did they do it probably but you're 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 keeping people out of the hall of fame based on allegations and you're letting people into the hall of fame based on a fact it it just does not make sense to me uh pretty much the same thing i think they should all be allowed in especially as the years go on you find out more and more people whether you know they tested positive or not you hear stories this person that person it really seems like it was much more common during this era than we're ever going to know you obviously have players that have adamantly denied they ever have done it but they all saw it was happening and no one did anything about it why because after 94 baseball needed a resurgence everybody knows that and the quote always was during those you know home run races in the late 90s chicks dig the long ball they loved it it brought people back and it was unofficially endorsed by mlb and if bud selig who was commissioner during the steroid era is allowed into the hall of fame and it was mass you know use probably you know i'm throwing random numbers it's probably 60 70 percent almost like when you hear the names that get thrown out when you look at all the players he must have known exactly though they definitely knew and they ignored it because it was good for business and then as soon as it comes out into the public now we don't need them anymore so we're (laughs) going to throw them under the bus but we allowed it to happen we knew we just kind of looked the other way but if bud selig and mlb knew and bud selig has been allowed into the hall of fame supervising the rampant use of steroids and look the other way, you no longer have any justification for not letting any player who put up the necessary stats and accolades into the Hall of Fame. You, they have lost that right. And the fact that they those two, especially Clemens and Bonds, are not in, it's a travesty. And the Hall of Fame voting has lost all credibility, in my opinion. What about the writers? What's up with the writers still? This is like 1930s stuff and 40s. Like the writers it's, choose. Dan Shaughnessy up in, in Boston. Dan Shaughnessy doesn't even vote. The guy has the ability to vote and he doesn't vote. What the hell? Why are, why are they doing it? There's, there's got to be a better way. What do you guys think? No idea. Uh, it's one phrase. It's okay, Boomer. <laughs> that, that's it. It's okay, Boomer. Because that's who a lot of the writers are. And they've tried to clean out a lot of these old writers that have not been a part of the game, but the mentality is always, these are guys mostly that grew up watching baseball in the, you know, late fifties, the sixties, the seventies with newspapers, actual newspapers that people opened, you know, like who gets a friggin' newspaper. I'll love to yell who get newspapers, by the way, I'm all for it, but I haven't had a newspaper in my hands in like five years. You guys ever find yourselves just uh, at a stalemate where it's just like you're not going to agree? Or do you guys find yourself kind of agreeing more? Or I mean, how's that we're lucky we've been doing this for a while because uh, the amount of times we agree far outnumbers the amount of times we disagree. And when you, when you just agree on the same shit, normally it makes for a bad podcast. It'll make for a bad radio show. It'll make for a bad whatever most of the time. Um, and sometimes... We, we just agree on something and we'll move on. Sometimes I'll take the opposite stance for shits and giggles because I want to, and I could find a way to sort of weasel it in there. We've only disagreed on a few things. One of which um, cost me a season. The Super Bowl halftime show. This past Yeah. The Super Bowl halftime show. Will was not a, a huge like fan it. of it. I'm not a huge fan of it. Uh, I'm going to go with... Well, not that it was anything bad, but everyone hyping it to be like, oh my God, this legendary halftime show. And I was just like, it was good. 
it wasn't anything overly special. This to me, is what I'm dealing I'm with. My entire age group, Old man yells at cloud. That 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 is what I'm dealing with <laughs> yeah. in this Average particular I'm situation. I'm expressing an opinion, and, and you're allowed to. You're absolutely allowed to. When it comes to the opinions uh, that matter for our show's content, for the sports, like we'll we'll disagree on player profiles. Um, uh, we disagree on Raheem Mostert. One of us was right. One of us was wrong. We'll let you go back on Spotify and figure out which one of us was right. Um, you can't predict injuries. You can't predict injuries unless they happen every single year. But we'll move on from that. We've already discussed that, and you can listen to one of those uh, arguments in a prior episode. But for the most part, um, we we disagree on things that are not necessarily important to the cause of the show. Um, I, I would say I'd say we agree on a lot of the same shit. We we do. Um, we do disagree on some things as, we, as far as when we get into like player profiles and who we like, who we don't. We definitely do not have the same pool of players that we both. I just like. said There's we agree some... on. Okay, so apparently we don't agree on the things that I said we agree on. So don't listen to anything I I'm just going. said. You don't even agree about the things you agree well, and disagree. Apparently on. not, because I apparently said we agree not. on most player go. profiles. Because we'll aren't like top 50, like we'll do a top twenty-five ranking for each position and most of our top 10 top 15 they'll most of the time they'll have the same pieces in there but i'll have somebody ranked at two he'll have them at four to me that's not a big disagreement if i have somebody ranked at two he's got them ranked at 10 that to me is a disagreement big enough to you know talk about but I'm not going to sit here and squabble like, like school children about, you know, you have this guy rated lower than I do. You're not my best friend anymore. That's stupid to me. Is the, didn't we do that last year? I don't know. Anyway, the but most of the time, <laughs> most of the time we do tend to agree on things. Or if we don't, then eventually I'll just keep using logic on Kravit and I'll switch his opinion. At some point. Well, logic. Logic is always good against the crab. It sounds it's like my I, I listen a lot. Will is so, so, so good at Mr. Semifinals at, right here. Yes. You know how Shawn Michaels is Mr. WrestleMania? Rob Van Dam is yeah. Mr. Monday Night. Bill Nye, the fantasy guy, is Mr. Semifinal. <laughs> he is there every single year. He is Mr. Consistency about not being able to take the step into the finals if, unless, of course, we co-manage a team. And then we make the finals and win. But we're not going to talk about that. That happened a little while ago. But Will and making the semifinals is as consistent as it can possibly be. Whereas, Why? Why does he only make it to the semis, Crab? Will? Uh, to be why? fair, for context, I've also won three titles in the last three years. Kaboom. Or two, in the last two years. Kaboom. So, no, no, in the league that we... Multiple leagues, right? We, Multiple we, leagues, yes. we, that league is special. Yeah, I was going to say, we, from my semifinalists. we always refer to this league as the league that matters most. It's a league that I have been to the finals twice. It is a league that I've won once. I've made the playoffs every year except for one. And I came into this league late. Will And in this league, yep. I've been in it for seven years. I have finished fourth or third and gotten out of the semifinals four or five out of those seven years. How much is it? 150 ahead to get into this league. So it's not cheap, but it's not insanely yeah. expensive. But this is the one league that I feel like I would play for free every single year because the competition is 
The money is secondary, but more recently, um, we've been fairly successful in terms of getting to the playoffs and winning consistently. We're in a Twitter league with 31 other fantasy, you know, football quote unquote experts. Yeah, and and I did say 30. It's a 32 team league. It is very fantasy. Oh yeah, of course. What is the league? It's a very, very, very intense league. We were in a A lot of shit talking going on. A lot of of shady deals, kind of thing. A a lot of there are people rostered on teams in this league that. The only person who should know they exist is probably Mel Kuyper Jr. and Todd McShay because no one else has ever heard of half of these people. Yep. Wow. It, it is incredible the type of fantasy minds that we get to um, engage with on a daily basis. And that's part of why we're doing this. Some we, we, we cross promote. We were on a couple of podcasts last season going in. Yeah. So there's a good there's a lot of good cross promotion going on. It's like a community. Oh, yeah, a absolutely. Podcast community. There's actually a lot of love. fantasy football expos that happen now is something mm-hmm. that I would like to do at one point. Make it a uh, make it a fun, fun travel. I'd be very down. Be but, uh, yeah, no. But in general, you know, Krav and I, uh, we've each won at least one league every year the last like five excluding this year and this year unfortunately no championships for either one. how, how many finals did like you make it to this how many final games did you make it to this year well this year no. how many finals did i make um, it to this year one. two two how dare you disrespect okay. me do you guys do nhl nba you said baseball but like what else bowling curling, hey, how, I'm a big look, curling there's guy. a curling oh, we love curling we, we are both curling aficionados there's a place not 10 minutes away nice. from my house that has a curling rink i have a bocce ball yeah, court in my backyard that next winter we are going to freeze over and make a curling court <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we try. don't joke about Yo, curling, coming sir. to visit i gotta come visit, i got a spare room i'm it's gonna go pink. to New York. have it Yes, it'll match my lanyard. Sweet. That'll be perfect. <laughs> That'll be perfect. I'll go chill with Crab and uh and Billy. And you guys should too. Billy and the Crab, that's the podcast. They're uh they're everywhere. They're on Spotify, Apple, Spreaker, and they're on blindknowledge.com. And guys, tell the people something they don't know about you. What's some random fact? It doesn't have to be podcast or football related, but you know, what's something that people don't know about you but you're really proud of something something you really you know you love about yourself i guess or try to crap um like what's an accomplishment i guess is a better way to say it i mean for uh so i mentioned um i had a few different degrees and uh the psychology degree i did do some work in that field and i worked with uh kids with uh, mental disabilities you know spent a lot of time with a you know group certain group of kids uh year in year out for a few years and you know, was, you know, happy and it was very, very exhausting, but very rewarding to work with them and help them out for a few years. So that's something that I did um, in my early 20s that, you know, you know, helped me and glad I was able to help uh, some of them out, too. That's amazing. That's that's awesome, man. Crav, what do you not hate about yourself? Oh, man. Um, I, I too, have a lot of experience volunteering with uh, kids with special needs at the school, at the variety school in Syosset. I had done that for a very, very long time, but I was going to do a complete 180 from what Will did. Like he's hyping himself up. Like he was worked with kids. He's done all these amazing things. And one thing about me that people don't really know is my ass almost got arrested at an airport in Israel. 
So like yes. I was gonna Get go into in this. a completely <laughs> different direction than Will. And I'm glad that yeah. he got No, no, no. We need that. We've gone over this. I know what to say and when to say it. Of course. Of course I'm going to give you it some It doesn't juice. sound like always. I'm going to give you it some It doesn't juice. sound like it's always, Listen, Eric. I don't know, dude. Listen, what? when it comes what to the, the con- when it comes to the continental you, United say, States dude? of America, I know what to say and where to say it. However, let's backtrack a little bit. The year was 2009. Jews have a thing called birthright. Once you turn 18, if you're Jewish, it's your quote unquote birthright to go to Israel and, you know, experience the culture, the food, the this, that, the whole thing. And uh, so you have to apply to the trip. You go through an interview. Sit, and they'll fly out. Yeah, they fly out for know, free. They, they, they get you a bunch of meals. They give you, you know, X amount yeah. of money to go, you know, crazy with all that, all that awesome shit. And it's a really cool experience if you like even if you're a quarter Jewish. They'd be like, are you Jewish? You're like, yeah. Like, how are you Jewish? My grandfather's Jewish. Oh, shit. Okay, cool. You could apply. So I apply to this trip. I go. Um, Have an incredible time. My roommate said that he found a chick in my bed one night. There was no chick in my bed that night. Our door was locked. I woke up wearing clothes. The whole thing. We got caught playing beer pong in a sanctuary, apparently. Like, it was it was a fun trip. College kids doing college kid things. We've all been there, right? It's just It's just part of growing up. But oh hell yeah! But towards the hell yeah. towards, I love some beer pong, man. Oh so, man. Okay, so I'll tell that story first because that's actually really a fun one. Um, we were we were shopping for things and we were like, we want to play beer pong because we're because you know 19, 20, 21 year old kids and I still play it now, but like it's like a rite of passage type of shit. So we're going shopping. We can't find ping pong balls, but we find like cat toys. So we pick up cat toys to be our balls. And we can't find we can't find beer, but we find wine. So we have these cat toys, we have this wine, but we can't find cups and we can't find a table. So we're going around this hotel that we're staying at, going to every nook and cranny, trying to find something. And then my dumbass opens up a door and I see a table in wine glasses. I'm like, in here. So we take out this table, we get out wine glasses, and we're playing beer pong with Israeli wine, with cat toys. And with wine glasses, we're insanely lucky nothing broke. This thing goes on for like five, ten minutes or something. Then one of the hotel attendants comes in. She's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And Drunky McGee behind me, we're playing beer pong, bro. Because that's what you do when you're a college (laughs) kid not knowing what the fuck is happening in your life. And she says, you're in the synagogue. Turn around. So we turn around and there's something called the Ark. And the Ark is where you house the most holy book in all of Judaism, the Torah. It, it's the Bible, basically. So behind us is the is the stage and the Ark. And this is a big deal in Judaism. So we're all freaking out a little bit. She's like, God is watching you. Same dumbass behind me. He's God. He's watching us all the time. So that didn't go over well. We almost got our asses kicked out of this hotel. Fun story. Second, second, not so fun arrest story. We're on our way to the airport. We get to the airport. We start checking our bags and our dumbasses start to sing. I want it that way, because that's what young Jewish people do. They sing the Backstreet Boys and they enjoy themselves. And very nicely, incredibly nicely, the attendant asks us to keep it down. And then I turn around and say, fuck. She thinks I turn around and say, Fuck you. So they take me off of the line to get our bags checked. And I'm 18 years old. 
I'm freaking the fuck out. I don't know what's happening, who's happening, the whole thing, blah, blah, blah. Why are you in Israel? Are you a terrorist? You want to know what fuck you means in Hebrew? Do you want to learn how to say it in Hebrew? And I almost said yes, because that would be really cool to find out how to say fuck you in Hebrew. But I didn't because I would have gone to jail. So they start questioning me, and then they take my passport away. And when they take your passport away, it means you fucked. So they keep questioning yeah. me and questioning me and badgering me. Why are you in Israel? Who are you with? This and that and this and, and that. And you're like 20, 21. I, I'm 18 years old. You're 18. That's 18 right. Damn, 18 years old. And oh god, pissing your pants. Oh yeah. In Israel. And I, I had a like something in the back of my head was like, okay, they're 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 making an example out of me because you know I'm I'm an American, I'm a young kid, I'm with this group of people, blah, blah, blah. And then I see somebody coming over to where I'm standing with white gloves putting them on getting them oh no dude down to wrist level and i almost <laughs> no fuck dude the fuck out all right i was Steffler. so Yo, nervous Steffler. and on top of all this the flight can't leave without me so i'm delaying this flight for all of these people that i just spent an amazing week in israel with because of a misunderstanding and eventually eventually they figure out i'm just some dumb stupid motherfucking kid who's who just who had said, a finger up his the ass. wrong thing at the wrong time <laughs> and then they let me go with a warning but joey let me fucking tell you i've only flown yeah, internationally rough. once since then and and i curse a lot i did not curse once in either airport going there or coming back home I kept my nose down. I just did what I had to do, and nothing since has happened to me. And I'm very fortunate that I am not in an Israeli prison. Dude! Dude! I take advantage of the one thing I have going for me, and that's my voice. So anything that I could do with my voice, I do it ad nauseum because I got nothing else going on. So it's just so... a hell of a wedding singer. (laughs) What? I would be, right? Um, I could see it. It's something... It's something fun. Like we went to, like one, we went to a show, um, uh, in 2009. We saw, like, and this is where we figured out that we have a lot, a lot of stuff in common. We went to a disturbed kill switch engage, and like a bunch of people, yeah! bunch of people up in uh, Albany, the Times Union, right? Is that where it was? No, that was. I think we went up to Saratoga. Okay, where, wherever wherever yeah. it was, that was like one of the first Somewhere. times that we ever hung yeah. out, like outside of college, and we figured, okay. We could be friends. Like, this is something, like, we clearly get along. We Maybe. have enough of the same interests. And he ended up being the best man at my wedding. Um, I ended up going to Disney World for his sister's wedding. I was part of the family Sambuca shot, which was a big fucking deal. <laughs> that sounds like a big deal. <laughs> it was deal. a big goddamn was a big deal. deal. It, was, it, was, it was a good time. Um, uh, Will, Will is easily the best friend that I have. Obviously, he's my best man. He shot me in the head of my bachelor party with a paintball. Like, there are just a ton of things that that neither of us would have in our lives. So that's why you are the way you are, Crab, <laughs> is because you got shot in the head with a paintball. Was it point blank or was it just no. like so, from a, was yeah. he sniped? I was <laughs> no, so we didn't actually know this was going to happen. At the end, because he was about the person that was like in charge of our group, basically made him run across a field 
and had everyone line up and just try to hit him as he's oh, like God. running across the field. And there's like 10 of us just shooting in his general direction. And someone got him right in the head. <laughs> the and, <dome. laughs> Yo, and listen, God. I was wearing a helmet. I was wearing goggles. I was wearing padding. And this Call of Duty motherfucker, I still don't know who it was. He modded his no paintball gun. He modded the gun somehow. Got it like right on my temple too. And that wasn't even the worst part of all of it. I had gotten fired from my job the Thursday we went to Atlantic City. It was a Friday to Sunday trip. That Monday, I had a fucking interview. I had to walk into somebody's <laughs> office with a giant welt on my head. You could have made up any story to explain that welt. No, I couldn't have. Not, not, it, uh, you saved a kitten and you banged your head on the tree, my man. No? No. Who do, look at there's no way in hell anybody would believe that I'm coordinated enough to climb a tree, save a kitten, and climb back down said tree. All right. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yo, Billy and the Crab, that's the name of the podcast. Guys, thank you so much for joining me. This was a pleasure. We're going to see you soon, I hope. And, um, yeah, keep doing what you do. You guys are fucking awesome, man. Thanks thank you so much. Thank you so Absolutely. much. Thanks for having us on tonight. Hey, guys. Have you checked out no. the <laughs> No, no. Look, if you want to hear something about, you like beach, you like bud, you like booze, you like body slam. Well, <clears throat> this is your place, brother, because we're gonna get the beats, bud, booze, body slam right out of your ass. We got all that shit. Good one. That was Stacy. Was that a good one? <laughs> PNMPodcast.com.